Y'all know what it is, man. We back once again. It's the FW motherfucking P podcast, man. We, back in the back. We back, baby. <laughs> What's up with y'all? How y'all living? What's good, fool? How you feeling, man? And I'm good, man. Week flying back. I know no bullshit. We coming in. week for real. Yeah. So you week over tomorrow, really? Uh-huh. You back home? The festivities and all, seeing family and all that. <laughs> it did. All right, man. We back once again. We, we was a little uh, busy earlier this week, so we couldn't record earlier. Because <coughs> usually we try to record on Sunday just to like you know what I'm saying keep this shit on this steady rotation, steady schedule. But yeah. you know, shit happened for, <laughs> for the past couple of days after the weekend. <laughs> Shit, Friday was wild for me, you know what I'm saying? Hot <laughs> bag on a horse. I went into a wormhole. I was lost for the whole weekend. I was lost. I was lost. Shit got realer than realer. <laughs> that shit real, bro. You, hit that, you take a break, bro. You try to come back like shit sweet. Yeah. Set my ass down. It was some real, it was some real shit, too. Right. That shit was... <laughs> yeah, fire, nigga. But that's why it made sense that when I read up, I was like, I gotta get the same shit so my body gets used to this shit. Hell yeah. <clears throat> but it's a small ass world, man. So, Shorty came to my crib yesterday, right? So, she in the Uber. Right. So, her driver, like, hey. Not be nosy, no, not to creep you out, but like, you go to a young black guy who stays in the, in, in, in the Lord. So first she like, I know some plenty of black guys who stay in the Lord. And then he's like, man, I ain't seen my, my guy in a long time. I used to give him rides all the time. He got like a fancy rich name or something. She was like, uh, Forbes. I was like, she, uh, he was like, yeah, yeah. Hey, tell him Triple OG said what's up. Oh, tell him to say what's up. Call for the for the yeah. join is like a fake number yeah. and shit. Yeah. Damn, OG. You know, I was like, damn. <laughs> they was looking for that nigga for a while. Man, too. I'm telling you. I need my chauffeur back. You know what I'm saying? What? <laughs> you know all the spots. Hey, that's crazy though. That's that's funny. Funny. <laughs> that nigga, I just remember that shit. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, Austin is a small city, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I just feel like everybody know everybody because it's. Barely any black people, so everybody just know. Yeah, the community kind of small. Facts. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Let's let's get into let's get into the let's get into the fuck shit, man. There's a lot of shit that. Well, the main topic I wanted to talk about was this whole uh, Amber Geiger situation of the whole Dallas police shooting mm-hmm. and her, her sentencing and all that. So, off rip, the first thing was like I was going through like. Um, I love this song. <laughs> I was going through my. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I fuck these niggas, right? But yeah, I was going through the whole like range of emotions when that whole situation was playing out, right? So the whole the trial, this shit was kind of quick though, but it was like 
after the whole thing, the judge was like, yeah, she could use, I'm going to put my shit on my phone aside. When the judge was like, yeah, to the jury, y'all could like use the Sandra Brown law and to consider, you take that into consideration when y'all going for the verdict. I'm like, oh, damn. And it's, that was before I even like peeped who the judge was. In my mind, when I saw that shit, I'm like, probably some old, fat, white, old nigga. You know what I'm saying? Or some, some like, I'm telling you, bro. get my people off type shit. Come to find out it's a black lady. So, like, all right. So sad. So, in my head, I'm like, damn, this bitch probably not even going to get, like, convicted or nothing. Because you already know the vibes. You know how it is in this country. And then it's like, okay, then in the couple of days, boom, guilty of murder at that. Not even, like, manslaughter. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. It's going down. Right. But then I was just like, <clears throat> all right, cool. They convicted about the, I, I just, I assumed that the judge was the one who handed the sentencing down. So I was just like, all right, well, yeah, she got convicted, but the judge about to decide for how long. I bet you that shit about to be short. You said, I think you could, you could pick between the, um. So the thing was, they, the jury picked. Yeah, you could pick between the judge and the jury. I don't know how that shit worked, but. So pretty much. Niggas usually go with the jury because it's more than one. It's more than one mm-hmm. person. It's more. It's more emotions going right, on. Right. It's six. Six opinion versus one, and everybody got to come together and say yeah or no. Right. Or else it's gonna be a hung jury. Right. Whereas if it's the judge, it's just one person. Motherfucker, you off for twenty five. Right. 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 So that jury probably gonna be like probation. I'm telling you. I mean that judge, but um, so <laughs> yeah, like shit. But then they come out with the fucking uh. The verdict, shoot, wow. 10 years, so, bro. 10 years, bro. Walk up in a nigga crib. My boy eat some ice cream, try to read a book, play some music, laying on his couch, get lit the fuck up. You know what I'm in saying? In your own crib, bro. bro. How do you justify that? You know like, what I'm saying? And then how do you justify okay, 10 years? Okay, you, you, you walk into the wrong crib, so who are you going to shoot in the right crib? You know what I'm saying? Now, what you mean by that? What you mean? Like, you walked in the wrong crib, you shot somebody. So if you're in the right crib, who are you going in there to shoot? Well, she thought she said it was her house. She thought somebody oh, break. That's, oh my that was, god! That was her that's, that's oh my Bruh, god! I, I didn't even know that's what she said. That's that was the thing. She was like, basically, let's say she lived on. Cause I live on the third floor, right? Let's say she no. Let's say there was four stories in this bitch. Let's say she lived on the fourth floor, right on top of me. But she had a, she worked a long shift or whatever, <clears throat> and she walked to the third floor instead of the fourth floor. So literally. She thought she was going to her house, but she was one floor under her house. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, and then, when I got to the door, I was just like, yo, why the fuck is somebody in my house? Like, bitch, it. <laughs> I, Unbelievable, bro. I have blacked out drunk. I already told you that night the fucking cops in uh, downtown Austin called the Uber for me because I was lit. Mm-hmm. I still stumble my drunk ass to my right, my right spot. Thank you. So, bitch, how, you, how don't you know where you're going? You know what I'm saying? And you're not lit. But I bet you that bitch probably was. You know what I'm saying? So she goes to the wrong house thinking it's her house and she feels like somebody is there breaking in even though the nigga just laying on the couch. I guess it's a crazy nigga who hopped in your, and you broke into your house just to get comfortable. <laughs> comfortable you know what I'm saying? So, and then as soon as you walk in the house, nigga, you know it's yours. yours. Like, exactly. Nigga, I walk in the crib. I see no art nigga. That ain't my crib. That ain't the MoMA. You know what I'm saying? So that's already... Bro, you even know how your house smells. It's different. It's so much Everything. shit, bro. So like... Even when, the lights, even, when, even when the lights are off, like, you can facts, still feel bro. your house. Like, like and bro, my shit, as soon as I go in, the first thing that hits my nose is laundry soap. Why? Because my fucking yeah. thing is right there. So, like, it's just little shit that you know. Like, 
Come on, bro. You go through that shit every day. Facts. Bro. Facts. <clears throat> so, already that was a weak-ass excuse. So, anyways, they, they hand out a sentence of fucking 10 years. And it was crazy. They had, which is kind of wild, but they had a range of picking between 5 to 99. Yeah. And he chose 10. Yeah. It's not even in the middle. It's not even close. Like, and apparently, the like, mom, the mom of the, uh, Jean, Jean, both of them was like, I want her to get sentenced for like, that he was like 27. So she wanted to give him like 27 years for all the years he was alive for. Which is, it sounds right. Sure. So you get, y'all you, you, decide on 10 because what? And I saw an interview, like two jurors, like they were on Good Morning America. They were like, well, it was such a hard case. But like judging from how people describe the, the, uh, the victim, we think this is what he would want. He wouldn't want to punish her too hard. Nigga, fuck that, nigga. Fuck that, nigga. If that nigga came in the crib and shot the bitch, what y'all, what y'all talking about? Thank you. Nigga getting the death penalty. They gonna hang that nigga. They gonna bring back fucking public hangings and shit for that nigga. So. Especially Tuck, dude. They would give that nigga the cheer. Exactly. So that was all some fuck shit. And then, that, and then the whole, the whole. So that's that, that's one part of it. Like, damn. So I already knew my emotions was like. First, I was like, I, I didn't expect him to get convicted. Then I got excited because she got convicted. But then I was just ah, the set, the sentencing about to be another doozy. And then it was, you know what I'm saying? And then it was just like, all right, so she got 10 years. And then on top of all that, then it's fucking uh, her dad and her brother and the brother, no, the, the brother and the dad of the victim went up and hugged her because she was like consoling her, like, yo, we forgive you. It was fixing her hair, the judge The fucking bailiff was like fixing her, brushing her hair. <laughs> the judge is hugging her. I'm not gonna, what world does this shit happen for a fucking murder trial? The judges so come. pathetic. Like, they act like there's like some misdemeanor, some like cute key king in a. In a like, in my a bad. Yeah, you crashed into somebody's like, building. What the fuck is somebody lost their life? Who had no who had no no business losing his life. Like, your house should be your safest place. Like, right. now they busting in your door and killing you nigga, in your crib. He's a fucking church nigga. He's not even like no Damn. nigga who be dabbling in no life <laughs> danger. You know what I mean? No life altering type of situation. So that's really fucked up because you know that nigga was not expecting that. You a street nigga. You you do some street shit. You, you know hear some shit like that. You, you know, know you, you, you be thinking about that shit in the back of your head. Like me, the type of life I live, I don't expect nobody to come to my crib and pick that shit down. But some niggas they live a certain way, like they expect that shit. Though they're ready for it. So it's just like that shit is really fucked up if you really think about this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like it ain't it's so crazy because if you would have smoked it, he he would have got locked up. Chance. Bro, you already know the narrative. You know how the narrative would be as soon as if the if the roles were reversed, the narrative would be that nigga's an animal. He's deranged. Kill this nigga. This shit is like yo. We gotta think about her feelings. She was working a double shift. Blah 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 blah. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. You don't know how to get to your own house, bitch. Oh my god, this shit is ridiculous, bro. And I and I was just I was having this conversation with my man. Shout out, uh, shout out, Fred. Like we was talking about this shit and my sister too. I was just like, bro, like. It's so crazy how like black people are conditioned in this country to like always appease. Like even when they're being oppressed or they're the victims, they always have to appease the oppressor because it's like we like people in this country being have been conditioned to be like, yeah, I know what that nigga doing is wrong. I know it's not right, but at the same time, I just feel like I need to be kind to him so he understands. Versus just being like, nigga, fuck that, nigga, because. Like, black people always got to go the extra mile to show that we're sane or, like, we can do good. Like, like we got to we gotta be, like, we have to show the world that we're 
forgiving or kind, even though niggas keep kicking you while you're down. It's just like, all right, just don't don't fight back. You know what I mean? Don't try to agitate the situation. Just you know, be calm about it. Just try to speak softly. Well, they would have took me and the Fed right back. They would lock his ass up. He's going back there too. I'm happy to put my hands on my back, giving her a hug. Breath. Fuck you. Yeah, so that's just my whole thing. Like, that's kind of the things that I pop stuck out to my head. It was just like, bruh, that's just so indicative of just how this country is. And it's so crazy. Like, niggas don't even really realize this shit. It's like, we only realize these things in, like, moments. Moments like this situation's happening like this where it kind of catches the nation by a storm. Everybody's paying attention. But now, like, two weeks from now, everybody's back busy worrying about their regular lives and shit. And shit just goes right back to being what it is. And, like, nothing really changes. So it's kind of crazy, but... We got a podcast. Shit just happened recently, so we're going to talk about it. At least the shit is, like, recorded for time. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas can come back and listen to this shit. But it's just crazy, though. Like, I don't I don't understand that shit, bro. Bro, you seen the join the black dude who killed a police dog? You got 47 years, bro. Who killed the dog? Yeah, because, you know, they treat police animals like police officers. It's like you killed one of them. Yeah, and also her, like, if you, like, touch, like, a police horse or some shit, you can get, like, arrested bro, for that. Yeah, they like. treat them just like that's their car. Like, even a bike. Like, you kick their bike, it's like... Assaulting a police officer. Yeah, like... Right. So, when you think about shit like that, they they care more so about a horse, a bicycle, yeah. than a black life. Like... Bro, <clears throat> that's just real, bro. And the thing is, it's because it's like... Like I keep saying, niggas have been conditioned to feel like this is the way things are. This is normal. This is status quo. And just because it's status quo doesn't mean it's correct. You know what I'm saying? So, like, niggas need to know how to differentiate between the two. Shit, don't let me be on that jury, nigga. I'm not, I'm not even... I don't even know what type of conversation people was having. But, nah. Ain't no compassion, my nigga. And, like, I don't... I've had jury duty one time. And when I got there, they told me they didn't need me, so I left. Me too. But it's just like, bruh, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not letting no shit like that slide, nigga, like. <laughs> I remember I had jury duty. It was, it was some youngin. He got caught with some, a whole rack of pack. <laughs> I went to that jury. They told me the case. I just started laughing in that jury. They, like, they came back like, number 18. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> See, I didn't make it not that guilty. Far. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even make it that far. I didn't even make it that far in the process. I literally walked into the building like, I was like, yeah, what the juror people do? Like, yeah, we don't need the jurors today. And they just, you know what I mean? Just send everybody home. But yeah, man, so, shit wild, man. Shit is really wild, bro. But I mean, it, it's just, it is what it is, right? And then another, another story, another thing that was tied to this story, I don't know if you heard about it, like the, the key witness, the nigga's neighbor, he got killed. They try to pin like drugs and stuff, right? Well, so I was, if people have been posting about this shit, so first I'm thinking like, damn, this must be some like retribution for him testifying that got her convicted. But then I was, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Shout out to Sean King. I don't know if you know who that is. He be posting, he has an Instagram page. Sean King, he's like an activist type nigga. They be like on the news talking and shit. So he be posting a whole bunch of random stories that I always find interesting. I never really hear on, a, on regular news or just whatever because I don't even watch the TV, but. So, like, basically, he was, like, brought out, like, somebody, like, dug deep into the situation. Apparently, the nigga, I don't know what, if he was a street nigga or something, but he had some beef with some niggas. And, like, he drove three hours and came and smoked them, Not even that, not even that part. The part was, like, he had got into it with some niggas, like, a couple months ago, I think. He got shot in the foot. He got shot. So, he knew niggas was looking for him type shit. 
And what happened was the day the trial started, they, they called him to be a witness. The day the trial started, he was in Cali. And he was just like, bro, there's going to be too much attention on this trial. I don't want to be a witness. I don't want to be like promote my face because people are looking for me type shit. So I'm trying to lay low. But then apparently, like, the uh, prosecution was, like, trying to, like, threaten him. Like, yo, bro, if you don't, come, if you don't show up tomorrow, day two of trial, we're going to put out a bench warrant for you. You're going to put out a warrant for your arrest to come because you're not cooperating with us. So then he said, fuck it. He flew back. Then he went and told the judge, like, the situation. Like, yeah, like, I am I just got into it with some niggas. And I know it's going to be a high-profile case. It's going to be mad cameras. You know, the fucking police shooting and shit. And I just know, like, me being here is threatening my safety. But... Y'all niggas ain't really giving me no so, choice. So I asked him. If he was in Cali, how did he know what happened that night? No, he was in Cali the day the trial started. The day one of the trial. And they, they put pressure on him to be like, nigga, get your ass back to Dallas, nigga, because we have trials here. If you don't show up. Then. How is he even a key witness? She was in this house. There's two people in the house. He was like the cross, cross the hall neighbor type shit. So he heard the bitch, because she was banging on the door trying to get in. Her key was not working. It's not her house. So the situation from what I heard was like she was banging on the door trying to like on some <clears throat> I think she was on drugs. I think she was hot. How you try to open your own door is not working, you live by yourself and you banging on the That's door. That's what I'm so saying. To open the door for you? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then they had like a conference, but basically like so he was like across the hall and just saw the shit, heard the shit. So that was what they like asked him like some what did you hear type shit, blah, 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 blah. So that's what, that's what his whole role as a witness was. Okay. Just to show that it wasn't like, because at first she tried to say like she walked in and like the door was open, like open already. So she was feeling already nervous because she's like, damn, who's in my house? But in reality, she was just like at the door trying to get in. Bruh, there's so many holes to this story and it's like, I didn't watch this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't in the fucking courtroom to hear everybody's testimony, but there's mad theories about how... Why she killed this nigga, if it was really a mistake, if they knew each other before, type mm-hmm. shit. So yeah. I really I really don't know. And I just I all I know is ten years ain't enough. And ain't my nigga ain't do good. shit. That's that's facts. We know that. He wasn't beating this bitch or nothing like that. <laughs> but that shit crazy, bro. That's what that's one of the scariest things for me. Like here, like you know me, I be chilling in the crib, like a scary thing is having an unexpected knocking door. It's, it's not scary, but it's just unexpected. And it's just like, right, who the fuck is in my crib? Who's, mm-hmm. who's coming to my house? And that shit, I remember back in the uh, other apartment, it happened like three, four times. Like three times. <clears throat> Once it was the cops that day he was in my crib. Yeah. Another time, I went out. Nobody was at the hallway. I don't know if they were doing like some, was like some kids playing or something. And then another time, it was one of my neighbors, like a little black couple, like young niggas, like our age and shit. And they were just like, yo, bro, I think your car, you left your lights on type shit, so. And it's funny, <laughs> two out of the three times, I already didn't hit a bleasy, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, ah, try to relax and shit, and just boom, 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 just fucked up the vibes. I was nervous, <laughs> like, the fans is coming, I don't know what's going on type shit, so. Yeah, that shit fucked me up. So I could just imagine, like, you just chilling in your crib, and so, I don't, that shit is not cool, bro. It's not cool, bro. Like, I don't like that shit at all, bro. Like, you live on your own, you eat. You know when people coming over. Right. For me, my door only knocks if I don't order some food, Forbes is on his way, or some Betty's is on the way. That's right. three only reasons. Too, don't order. Right. I don't know no reason. You have no other reason to come to my door. So just already like that, I just I just feel for my nigga, bro. And then just 
Then on top of that, to actually have to die after a situation like that, bro, that's just fu- it's fucked up, bro. But yeah, so basically, yeah, the, the, the neighbor, the key witness, because I guess he heard the commotion, her yelling at him, arguing at the door or whatever, like, he was on the spotlight at that. So the story is that he came back, tried to, you know, help out the case, and then the niggas who was looking for him smoked him. That's one story. Another theory that I have is just like, it's some white supremacist niggas feeling like, hey, you fucked up for trying to help get our bitch convicted, so uh-huh. you gonna get your ass, nigga. You should have minded your own business. So that's all the, it's all the things floating around, bro. It's just, it's a fucked up situation, bro. And it's just so crazy how this world, I, was, I forgot what I was saying, this shit is becoming more and more like a TV show, bro. I'm telling you, Politics bro. and just everything that's happening just becoming like a fucking TV fucking... Uh, scandal type show, House of Cards type it's show, like, like shit is getting real, bro. Like it's kind of scary. Like niggas getting getting off with bodies, like it's it's nothing, bro. Right. Like it's an assault. Or something. <clears throat> Y'all just got to fight or something, bro. That shit crazy, bro. Like, I repeat my man's, bro, and shout out to his family, bro. I hope y'all could su- at least. Anything, man. I hope y'all can sue them, the, 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 the LSPD, and just get some cash out of the situation, at least, man. Get some back for the situation, because cause I don't understand. They also said they opened up an investigation into the judge because they're like, bitch, what you doing? Like, you're not even being professional. You, you're taking shit too personal. Why are you hugging the fucking uh, defendants and all that shit? So, bitch, you're a black judge. You're a woman, too. Like, I, I, I should be rude for you, but I ain't like how you move. And they ain't trying to tell the niggas to use the stand your own ground. Like, bitch, that ain't her ground to stand on. The fuck are you talking about? So, just for all that shit, bitch, you out of here. I hope you get fired. I hope you lose all your power. And then it goes into another topic that I have. I feel like judges in this judicial system have way too much power. Bruh. I don't understand. It doesn't way make sense. Way too much. It doesn't, it doesn't Bruh, make sense. way too much. And it's like a lot of judges, like, their positions are, like, for life. Yeah. Like, I thought it was just the Supreme is. Court. But mad federal judges, it's they're for there life, for life. Bruh. And it's so what hard to get them out of there, bro. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You gotta, that goddamn, you gotta be caught fucking a kid or a dog on camera type shit. Like, you know what I'm shit. saying? Like, yeah, even so that that this fucked up system probably give him paid leave. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's just so crazy, nah, bro. That shit wild, bro. That's why everybody picks the jury because it's just like, bro, they have weight. Judge could just sit there probably not even listening to the shit. You know already got their mind yeah, made yeah, up. You're, like, a monkey, you're a monkey, so you did everything. Uh, like like shit. Judge probably like, ah, oh, let me pick a number between 20 and 45. Right. Nah, 38 it is. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, bro, I, I, I don't understand. It's just certain things, like, in this country, right? Like, and the, the way I speak about this country is because it's out of a love, right? This is my country and shit, like. So everything I'm saying is not to undermine the system, but it's just to be like, yo, let's look at shit sub- objectively, not subjective, objectively, like. Mm-hmm. When rules don't make sense anymore, bro, you can change them. You bro. gotta fix their shit. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like niggas be out here really on some dying for the Constitution and shit, and I'm just like, bro, that shit was made like, like over bro, like 300 years ago. That shit is the world broke. was way different. The shit is broke. You know what I'm saying? Like the world, like and it's I don't it like caters to one demographic of people, son. White man. You know what I'm saying? And it's like they're all in power, so mm-hmm. to them. If it's not broke, why fix it? Nah, oh, because it. it doesn't it, it doesn't affect them. Yeah, I feel, I, feel, I feel them on that part. But I you just know what say, I'm saying? Like, this shit is ridiculous. But I'm just wondering, like, what can niggas really do to help affect change? 
Like, really, realistically. We could talk on this podcast all fucking day. You could go vote every fucking two, four years. Sure. But it's like, what are you really doing? How do you really impact this shit on a level that is really felt? You know what I'm saying? Because niggas is comfortable. These niggas is millionaires laughing, kikiing, <laughs> and just getting on their knees for billionaires and shit, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how the world works. <clears throat> we just peasants. We peasants. So we don't count to these niggas at all. So we just over here, we just we just at the bottom of the pier, or the totem pole just complaining and yelling. But nigga, they're looking down like, this ant saying something? Or they talking to themselves? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the vibes I get. But at the same time, it's just like, you gotta, I think we gotta just keep speaking this shit because I guess evolution is a slow process. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, also, man, it's another thing too, like, it's something about white tears, bro. It's something about white, white women's tears that, like, just gets... <laughs> Under the skin of like black men, black people in general, just everybody, you know, just people in general. Like, that's what my boy was saying. Like, yo, white a white woman could just cry some shit, start crying about some shit, bro, and it just hits people differently. Where they just like, all right, Fair. I'm gonna take. But then I was watching the shout out to I was watching um State of the Culture and it was like talking about it was like the show with Joe Budden and Remy Ma. Uh huh. What you had to say. <laughs> Now, I wasn't even what Joe said. It was what, what Remy said because they brought up the whole topic of, like, white tears and shit. And I was just like, maybe... And Remy was just like, bro, I don't even know what it is, but, like, something about white women crying just be hitting... Yeah, yeah. It just be hitting, like, niggas differently. Because she was just like... If y'all peep that shit, it was the brother and the father who wanna hug her. The mom ain't go up there and hug her. She was like... Women don't really be fucking with that shit because they know, like, bitches be... Talk, she was saying bitches be on that rah-rah shit until authority comes oh, yeah. and they just all start crying. So that shit just <laughs> shake. But yeah, so it just, it's one thing about being sympathetic and empathetic, but it's just also don't get played for a fool, my nigga, because these people right here don't give a fuck about you. So it's a, it's a thing. I understand you got to be the bigger person and all that, but at a certain point in time, it's like, bruh, bro, treat like, niggas accordingly, bro. So don't try to treat people the way you think they supposed to be treated, bro. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You don't treat them how they tell you, how they make you treat them. But I'm not that, I don't gonna care. be nice. I don't care because a pastor, a reverend, a deacon, my nigga, I can forgive you. I don't gotta hug you and tell you find Christ and that. I didn't even smoke my brother, but tell my son he would he would have wanted you to shut the fuck up, bruh. He would have. What about his kids? He never had. What would they have wanted? Exactly. You know what, I'm saying? what about the wife? Life about, cut short for bruh, nothing, for nothing like, bruh. Bruh. And my nigga was doing it the right way, according to what people told you to do, right? Like, I think I think her father would say like he would want to like talk to her, be a friend, or some dumb shit like that. Bro, I don't, I don't know what you're trying. To, I don't know what the niggas is trying to gain out of that shit, bro. Probably start a reality show. Bro, that shit corny. They was also saying, well, that so judge was, was up for re-election too. They were saying, so she's not one of the judges who's there for life, but should be political, bro. Too, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, all these politicians, we we put our hopes into. All they really care about is the next election. Once they get into, they they sit, they chilling. Once they, and then they start working again the year they about to get re- reelected and we start doing some shit you gotta really think about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, RP, man. RP to Gene. RP to the um, his neighbor who got killed too, which was kind of crazy. Yeah, man. I'm tired of talking about that shit, man. Yeah, I probably heard, it, heard this shit all week anyways, man. So, another topic. Shots. <laughs> and I don't know what it is, but apparently... You know, Trump, they're, like, trying to start an impeachment process for this thing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And that's another situation where I feel like it's politically driven in the sense that 
they really just trying to do that shit. Well, Nancy Pelosi bitch ass is just trying to do that shit now because they just know like it's the time is coming up for for re-election. So she, they want to feel like they want to feel like well we um we we actively tried to do something because honestly all this shit they my nigga been this way since day one. It's year four, you know what I'm saying, or year three. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they just be playing cards with this shit, bro. It's like, it's like, all right. <laughs> it's like the elections are next year. You know what I'm saying? So let's start the proceedings. At the end of next of this year, so they're like, the show, you know, we know it's gonna be drawn out. It's probably nothing gonna happen from it, but at least people will remember by election time that at least we tried. Exactly. And we didn't just sit there and not do shit. Facts, because well, we live in a world of what have you done for me lately. That's what America is like, right. you know what and, I'm saying? You know, with politics, that's even way harder because it's like, Bro, a lot of shit is behind closed doors, nigga. Yep. Bro, all, I all they see, all friends, bro. They yeah, they back. are. They are. Smoke see, cigars, sip wine, laugh about the shit. Fuck little children. You That's getting good. paid, I'm getting paid. Ha, 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 ha. Like. Then they get on cameras for a little press conference. And all that shit is just like, it's a stage. It's a show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but apparently Trump is just, and it's the, their administration just says, we ain't, we ain't rocking with proceedings. We're not going to like, we're not going to, um, what was the word they used? We're not going to cooperate because this shit is a witch hunt. This shit is not real. So. <laughs> I just a situation. That's the state of the uh, the world we in in 2019. President getting impeached. Then they like, nigga, I'm not even gonna show up for no proceedings, and nobody from my team is showing up, nigga. Y'all can't go fuck yourselves, basically. <laughs> Trump a wild nigga to me. That's why I fuck with that nigga because he's funny to me, bro. He's just a wild dude, and it's just like he really just put a spotlight on how bullshit politics is. is. So yeah. I, I fuck with him for that because like it just. Made everybody know, like, all right, you know, these niggas ain't as important as they really try to play play it off to be like. You know what I'm, I'm saying? telling you, bro. Like, you take these niggas as seriously as they want you to, because, like, bro, you falling for the okie doke and shit, bro. But shit. it's sad. It's sad, but also it's like, I was just thinking about that shit, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, honestly, bro, like, I'm not even trying to focus on, like, I'm not even trying to focus on like fitting into this society. Like the thing Me I feel neither, like, bro. the way I, I, I feel like I want to succeed in this world is basically by creating something that's my own. You know what I mean? Like create my own bubble, live in my own world where it's just like I make money off some shit that I create that's like not really affected by the outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I, that's why I respect entrepreneurs who like start a business or something. Because like, basically, when you start a business, where you living in your own bubble, girl, you just you yeah. just focus on that thing, like, and it's just like you control it. You make your own laws for it. You know what I'm saying? You live your own world. Do what works for you, like refer for like. That's how I'm reading hella books. They're just like, dog. <clears throat> if black people just come together and just be business owners, dog, just control everything that we have. You know what I'm saying? Go eat at our own spots. Go cut our hair at our own barbershop. You know what I'm saying? Like, even down to the janitors, bro. Like, it would change so much in this country, right. bro. That shit would be so ridiculous, bro. Go shop at our own. Right. We the motherfuckers, the highest things who buy all this shit, put money in everybody's pocket, who fucking go on TV and be like, my clothes was not made for them. Right. Like, I don't know why these monkeys are doing it, but I'll take their money. But they're still doing it. We don't really approve of that. But and then now they do some fucked up shit. And then a couple months later, they give Nikki a fucking Fendi deal, Gucci, 
fucking Gucci deal, but he been yeah. rapping this shit for like 20 years. Now everybody forgets about the fucking racist shit they did. Niggas they forgot about that before yeah, Gucci. Was, let's be real. This made him really forget. Everybody clapping, hurrah! Oh, da 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 da. Gucci finally got it, nigga. What? Yeah, a billion dollars later. I, I feel like I feel like they probably sent a nigga cease and desist early in Skrillex. Like, stop using our name, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop using our. We will sue you for using our name. So I already know how this shit work, bro. It's all optics. And the sad part is, pop culture or like group think, right? So like group think, right? Just like when like you know everybody kind of like falls under the same thought process or whatever, yeah. right? So like basically media and everything. When they reach out to like we when we talk about pop culture, bro. Honestly, I feel like that's like the lowest denominator. It's like the lowest denominator in our society because that's why it's so popular because it's like the easiest thing that everybody can understand type shit. Like, I don't I don't necessarily subscribe to that notion of like pop culture being really as important as it is because to me, that's the lowest denominator. I'm just a higher, I'm a higher level thinking individual. But not everybody is gonna think and a higher or try to think on a higher level. Yeah, when they say that, it's yeah, like you said, it's as a whole, like you know. what I'm so saying? saying so they, because their whole thing is like they're focusing on as many people as possible. Facts. And that's why they say you dumb shit down because you want to get as many people as possible. And that's a fact. And it's kind of sad though. Like so, niggas really need to. I don't know how, but niggas need to work on elevating their um. Niggas need to work on elevating their mental, their mental capacity, how they think about things in this world. Like, bro, stop being swayed so easily by shit that you see on the shade room and shit like that. Like, yeah, all the things is cool. You know what I'm saying? My sister sends me a fucking meme from them niggas like every day. I laugh at some of the shit, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But it's just like, I just want us to be like able to think higher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like for the, for the masses, man. That's that's news right there, you know what I'm saying? TMZ's I know, the new all CNN, that shit, all that shit. You know shit. what I'm saying? <laughs> Shave room is ABC. But I'm just like, bro, like these niggas, the they. other shit, ball alert is Fox News. And the thing about it is, like, all the, all the news things, what they do is they, they get stories, they know they're intricate, but they just dumb it down for, to, for public consumption. Fact. So my thing is just like, bro, you can't be a nigga who just sits there and just waits for information to be fed to you because first of all, that shit is diluted. It's not even the r- real facts. Mm-hmm. So I think what people should be doing is really more so focusing on like reading on their own. Oh, I know that's so hard, but just go ahead and read. Read. I want to promote niggas to be reading more. Just investigation more. Watch more documentaries if you don't like read. Just like get on some shit where it's just like you get you thinking before you like, decided for yourself. Because that's the type of nigga I am. That's why, like, none of this shit phases me. I watch music videos. Good at the good at the, all this gang shit. I watch fucking niggas popping and shit. I watch news. I'll be on news uh, websites and reading articles and shit. But, like, I always read and take everything in with, like, my lenses. Like, I don't automatically listen to it the way they are telling me to listen to it. I, yeah, like, yeah, you I don't like, go for the kill. I, I read between the lines type fact. shit. <laughs> I feel like if more people did that shit, then things would change. But, like, it's different, like, when you get some information and you already got background knowledge on it, so it's like, all right, cool. So, I know A, B, and C, huh? Right. This two plus two adding up. As opposed to, like, me, you don't know shit. Nigga, anything I put on your plate is food to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah, that's why I also, like, especially because I know news news, um, companies and websites are, are biased. I told you, I say this shit all the time. Like, every time I read an article, let's say some breaking, some big story shit on CNN, I immediately, after I read that shit, <laughs> I immediately go to Fox News. <laughs> and it's so crazy how completely different, different the, story the same story is. Yeah. 
they be on Trump shit like <coughs> this shit is about to be the end of the world. He about to get out of here. Fox News is like, man, this shit about to blow over in two weeks. Yeah. And it's just like funny. So you read both of them, but it's just like, all right, you formulate your opinion based on the two. Don't just be on one side on some like, this is the facts because this is what my side is saying. And that goes back to politics. I don't like this two-party system too. Yeah, I'm not even talking now. Yeah, I don't like this two-party. This, this Republican and Democrats, bro, is too black and white. It's too simple. It's mm-hmm. too simple-minded. Because we really know that it ain't that, it ain't that basic. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it's shades of gray between the shit. It's not just black and white. So it's just like shit is and the way- shades of gray. It's a lot, bro. Life is gray. It's not black and white. It's you gray. Know what I'm yeah. Everything is nuanced, bro. So you have to really be the type of person who could like see the intricacies of what the situation is going on, and just don't be fed by whoever you're supposed to be uh, representing. Shit, bro. So that shit crazy, bro. But it's just like, but it's the type of conversation I like to have because this is really what real life is to me. You know but yeah, so we're gonna have more of Trump, uh, Trump fuck shit. I don't see that nigga going nowhere. He ain't, he ain't getting impeached. He's not. And then it's like fucking the elections are next year, man. I'm a vote. Yeah, man, of course I'm a vote because but we'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? That shit is like impeached now. What like whoopty fucking well, year? And then exactly. like Pence's president. Like, what's well, changing, nigga? The niggas already complicit in all the shit he done anyway, so what's really gonna happen? That's how. That's the other thing about impeachment. It's like, bro, vice president just becomes president, so it's like he's already he already gang gang. 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 So confused, bro. And I'm like, it's a year left. Like niggas already gang. Nigga already done done damage. Exactly. What is he gonna change in a couple of months? Who? That's what I'm saying. We get impeached with a year left. Like, yeah, what's gonna happen? Like, bro, y'all, niggas don't even talk about it. What happened to them kids who got separated from their parents, bro? Niggas don't even bring that shit up. Like, this shit's still happening. It's still happening, bro. bro. Niggas is, like, really lost. Like, niggas is really on some concentration camp type energy out here, bro. Shit, wow. Shit is wild, bro. Niggas ain't talking about it. We on to the next thing. We on to the BT Awards and shit. We on to whatever the fuck going on. But I'm just saying, bro, shit don't change. Shit is fucked up. And I just feel like we're better. That's why I'm speaking out on this shit. Because I know niggas, have, we have the capacity to be better than this shit. It's too, it's too low-level thinking, bro. Way too low. We gotta just... <clears throat> you know what it is? Niggas ain't trying to preach to y'all like we perfect and shit. Like, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like, bro. This is some shit that should just be happening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyways, man. Another topic, man. Another thing, so... I don't know if I, I don't know if this will fall under black excellence or what, but let me get your opinion. Have you heard of Tyler Perry opening his new studio? Yep. In Atlanta. Yep. And apparently it's like the biggest studio in the country or something yep. like that. Like a whole bunch of studios combined, it's still bigger than them. I mean, that's that was proud, man. That's a proud moment right there. Okay, man. so that's one thing, right? Like. But so you're proud, you said. I, I had a I had, I was conflicted because on one hand I'm like yeah that's dope. But I'm like, I'm not thinking Tyler Perry. I think about his Medea and shit. And to me, that shit coonery. What's your name? All the movies some coon shit, nigga. I don't. But so that was my initial reaction, right? But then I was thinking about it some more today. So, Medea, all the Medea movies, they're like this coonery to me, for real, for real. Just on some surface level, looking at it, it's not like I really watched them like that to really understand it. But just from the optics of it. It just feels cooner. But then it's also like, bro, like, to be honest, because I was reading an article about it, and he Tyler Perry was talking how, like, he feel like Hollywood don't really fuck with him because all this um, shit is, like, Medea-centric, and it's all, like, 
his bubble, the, the world that he created for himself, which is why I fuck with him because he created his own world. It's like it's centered towards like black people, and it's like the stories he he uh, creates and writes about is like and movies he makes are like all about it's centered around the black experience, like black American and shit. Which so they're not, yeah. which is correct, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not. That, that had me thinking, like, damn, that's true though. Like, I'm not really like a black American. Like, I don't have no Medea type family matriarch or was the descendant of slaves type. You know what I mean? I'm just an American. That's all I know. Black. So it's like, I don't know if I'm really qualified to call that shit coonery for real, for real, because it's not. He's not really making shit for me per se. Mm-hmm. But then that got me thinking. Like, I wonder how. Because I know some niggas who probably feel like that shit. Yeah, like he. It's a little coonish, but it's like. I get it, because it's like, I have family like that down south and all that shit, mm-hmm. and whatever. And it's also probably just people like, nigga, this is really our life, so it ain't no cool shit. Yeah, like, cause like most of the movies, it's like, mother and daddy on crack, grandma take care of the kids. It's always that drunk uncle at the cookout. It's right, always, right. You know what I'm the saying? Meet the Blacks was a show, yeah. right? Yeah. No, like, no, not that. It was called, um... Meet the Browns or the something? Browns, yeah. The Browns. The little fat niggas. Yeah. The white. And they're really a husband and wife, church motherfucking couple it's, type. Yeah. So, like, I'm just like, that ain't really in my world, so... Yeah, but it's very relatable to the African-American community. Right, You know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's just, like, really how 95% of these families are. They really... Yeah, because that's really, like, the experience. So, that's but why... Like, Dive for Mad Black Woman. Yeah. You get your... I did, I did like that movie, actually. You know what I'm saying? A fucking typical black man gets a bunch of money, starts... Yeah, but why? 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 He always got to be a dark skin ball head. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. that. And then some light skin nigga comes say, "Hey, like, come on, babe." I mean, that's what light skin niggas do. That's what <laughs> all these athletes, as soon as they get rich, they want to be. They ain't all these white women that are the bad and she is the fan. So I come back. The, the white lady, she can't. She don't got the power. She like sustain. You come back and you down and out again. But see, nah, girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, but you see, but, and that's this is a perfect example of what I mean when I talk about the world is nuanced, right? Like, if I was on some just basic black and white shit, I'm like, that's some cool shit, or that's some lit shit. But in reality, it's layered, yeah. and I feel like people never, never want to do the work of actually going through the layers of like what a situation really is. You know what I'm saying? But like for real, for real, my initial thought, like, that's some cool shit. Like Tyler Perry to me, I've been checked out of this nigga for years. I ain't gonna hold you, but. Now that I'm coming back and thinking about it, and I'm kind of like, I'm happy for this nigga. And like, a lot of people showed up that I respect for his little grand opening and shit. It's like, yo, this nigga doing, he about to do some big things because he could really just, he, he don't need Hollywood to really help him. Like, he, he just, is Black Hollywood now, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's why they call Atlanta Black Hollywood. That's yeah, really about to be. Bro, if he plays his cards right, it's like, the real Hollywood might be assed out. Bro, like, I mean, for black shit, bro. You just be in Atlanta now. All all they really need is just to get people to fund it, but they already have the big, the powerful black people in his pocket. And stuff, so he's straight. But yeah, so like I just, but yeah, so it's nuanced. I'm happy for the nigga, but I'm just also like, yeah, I ain't, it ain't, it ain't my cup of tea. But I'm not gonna hate on it because it ain't my cup of tea. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I understand the merits of it. But yeah, man, so shout out to Tyler Perry, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna call you a cool no more. <laughs> nah, that was definitely that was definitely me. Yeah. On my part, like that's huge, bro. Why you that's say that? Huge. I mean, it's just like in the long run, it's just gonna open like open doors for like. Not for that, real though. Like, he's for like real. he's he's like very pro black. Like in his movies, bro, 
you probably see like one white actor. Yeah, not even about that, but it's like it's like but it's like he knows how to he can tell realistic portrayals of black people versus the caricatures that Hollywood niggas usually do. I mean, they don't know. I was just saying from like opportunities for like these young actors, what I'm saying, coming up, like you know what I'm saying. But you know, like in Hollywood, it's like. They, 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 they make like 50 like, niggas oh, fight for one spot. Yeah, they make 50 exactly. niggas fight for one spot and shit. No, that's not what we're You know what I'm saying? We, we need you to be a little bit more urban. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Just be more a the stereotype. Whole time, it's some of my niggas who have Medea grandmothers who raised Facts. them who was strapped up. Like, everybody knew around the way, like, don't play with Mama G. Like, right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Father's on crack. Right. Or mother was on drugs. Father was being gone. Like, right. <clears throat> And then also they have this like just black families where it's just like a mother, a father, and a, hus- a husband and a wife raising their family on some hustleable shit. That's all there. So that's the thing about it is like with him having the studios, you have more opportunities of just having more nuanced stories being told versus just like was poor, we didn't have shit. Like not all black people live like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not all black people were the hustleables either, but it's like. Now you have the opportunity to like play around with different stories versus Hollywood. It's just like we just we just need one for this year to meet our quota type shit. You know what I'm but, saying? So like I respect I respect that opportunities, man. Yeah, man, I ain't never no way. Like I just feel like it, it sheds light on the black community. Like you know what I'm saying? Like little stuff like that just gives people hope, bro. Like it's nah, just facts. small that's things, facts. man. That's facts. That's facts. <clears throat> but yeah, hopefully though, like we could just like keep elevating as a people because that's another thing too, like. Um, like how we could be f- so for forgiven to white people and shit when they do fuck shit. I feel like black people, people of the diaspora, people is like, you know, like when you talk about black, like how you were saying, like, yo, if the black community got together and just rack our money, then it just got me thinking, what is the black community in this country? If you think about it, like, it's very diverse. Right. And it's like, there's like subsects of it within, like, pockets. So it's like, with African niggas who like from Africa came out here. Some of them niggas don't really connect with African Americans. They don't really don't fuck with each other like that. You know what I'm saying? The African Americans just be with themselves and shit. Then there's niggas from this side of the country who just fuck with themselves and shit. So it's just like it's a lot of layers to just saying the black community, right? Because it's like that's a buzzword now that you just hear all the time in media. Yeah. But it's just like it's too. It's way deeper than just black people. It's yeah, deeper I mean, than the like, color. It's deeper than the skin. It's deeper than the skin. You definitely got to close the gap between the different cultures, bro. Because it's just that's like, what I'm saying. Especially like people who come from after, what they see, they watching movies. What does Hollywood portray? Exactly. Like black stereotypes. in America, like stereotype guns, gangsters, that, gangsters, that. Like yeah. that's so right. when you come here, you put every African American in that community. I mean, in that in that. Um, you have, that, you have that same mind frame. Yeah, you put them all in that same in that same category. Yeah, in that same bucket. And then, like, Africans, now it's changed. But you know how they portray niggas as just fucking feed the children type niggas and shit. Or fucking running with wolves. I mean, running with lions and shit in, like, in Kenya and some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? My side warriors type vibe. So it's like, everything is, everything is like, I think it's shedding light. I think technology is helping the world just become more open in a sense is. where it's just like... Yes, we can all talk to each other, but we all just kind of talking at each other right still. I think we kind of starting to switch to the way we actually starting to really like understand each other versus just yelling at you what I think you are versus listening to what you're actually telling me and then reciprocating with that. So I feel like 
things are evolving a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But yeah, man. A little bit. Last episode we ran like two hours, man. This one we're gonna keep it nice and short. It's to the point for you guys. You know what I'm saying? It was a good vibe. My boy about to go home for the weekend. What you gonna fuck? Some homecoming vibes or you just chilling? Cousin B Day. Cousin B Day. Cousin engagement party, man. Here it is. We'll have homecoming too, so city gonna be lit. Right, 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 right. Okay. What am I doing this weekend? I just been chilling in the crib. I mean, a lot of blazy, one or two. You know what I'm saying? I'm back at it. I'm prepping for LA. I have to get my tolerance up. You dig? Yeah, I know you for the weekend, man. You gotta have things in rotation. Things and the blazies in rotation. But I ain't passing. I'm puffing. I'm hitting. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm ashing, nigga. <laughs> I mean, you know the vibes. Like, I, I, I got to be entertained, too, you know. Uh, yeah. Ladies love me. I love them, too. They like blue. You know what I'm saying? Mad art on the walls. A little vibe. Smoke a little hooger. Some a little wine. It's <laughs> a vibe right there. Yes, yeah, sir. But, yeah, that's, why I'm, that's definitely what I'm doing this weekend. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Be on some art shit. Read. Chill shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just ordered the two new pieces too from my room. I was about to say, no, look like you running out of space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, got no, I don't even got no space out here, but my bedroom. My sister, she was like, damn, nigga, you living like you in jail or something. I'm like, damn. She was like, you don't got shit in your room. Why are your walls so blank? I was like, all right, man, all right, all right, all right. Let me add some art in there too. <laughs> it was just like, my room was really designed for how it was in the other apartment. Yeah. So my bed was it was the room, the room was set up differently. So that tapestry, the off white tapestry, made sense because that was the only real big wall I had. Yeah, so it got like yeah, filled set it. it all. But this shit right here is a little, shaped differently. So like, I'm about to move the off white tapestry on top of my bed on the back of my bed, the wall. Mm-hmm. Then I got a little Scarface piece. It's like sideways like that. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna put where the off white is. Excuse me. Then I got a little Frida, another Frida one, but a different picture. They put on the little side by the uh, by the window and shit. I'm gonna set it off right. So I just bought them shits today, so they should be here probably like next week or something. Yes. Mhm. Mhm. That's what we doing, guys. And then I got my little camera parts coming. You know what I'm saying? I told y'all niggas, yeah. I forget. Don't let me forget, man. Going live, baby. You know what I'm saying? We get some equipment. So we're gonna try to record next episode. Cause you, when are you coming back up? Monday. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna try to record next episode, man. Play around with that shit and see what that shit look like, man. So just be on, be on the lookout for that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I need some drip for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta re up on drip. <laughs> Can't wear the same outfit. So nigga, I'm in my crib, nigga. Shorts and a t shirt, nigga. We talking, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. So that's what we all, man. MVP Podcast, man. My listeners, my peoples, let us know what y'all think about this shit, man. Give us some insight. Give us what y'all want to, what y'all want us to talk about, man. You know the vibes, man. I'm about to hit this blazing of the sleep on some clouds, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and we out, my niggas. Sure, for sure. Not like that. That was cool. That was a cool little vibe right there.